right. So we're missing two of our party uh, tonight, so we will do our best to kind of limp through this. I think we'll probably be okay. We, I may have to step in and, and play maybe uh, Kurt at least here and there, but we, we will see where tonight leads us. So last session, the kids explored a long-forgotten set of tunnels underneath the streets of Evansville called the Carpenter Tunnels and discovered an intricate network that includes a connection between Willard Library and the Carpenter House. They were only able to map out a small section before they were confronted by a growling, monstrous figure in the darkness with Shay narrowly escaping the creature's cold, hard grasp. With curfews quickly approaching, the kids abandoned their search for another day, wondering what exactly lurks beneath the streets of Evansville. The following day, the kids found themselves embroiled in another mystery, in search of missing kids from their feeder school, Harrison Plaza. Gemma befriended the sister of one of the missing girls, Megan Higgs, but Shay is wary of her as she ran into her in the aftermath of talking to something that wasn't there. Meeting up near the site of the disappearance, the kids traveled to Harrison Plaza with Megan, who secretly reveals to Gemma that she has been seeing things. A strange blue fish-like creature that is showing her pictures that led her to believe that her sister can actually be found. It is at Harrison Plaza where we now find the kids and Shay herself has now come face to face with one of these mysterious electric blue fish in the cafeteria. So I'll pull up a image of Harrison Plaza just to remind you what that looks like and a little picture of the alien fish as well that looks like it uh, swam right out of Tron. <laughs> um, so Gemma, or I'm sorry, um, Shay, you're staring this thing uh, <laughs> in its hole. <laughs> um in our games. I don't understand Yeah, that. I know. It's just the, the, there's a, a running theme of these <laughs> cre creepy, weird holes. Um, where did my shit go? There it is. Okay. Um, and the, the, the creature kind of, it's, it's about the size of a chihuahua. So it's, it's pretty small. Now the tail is fairly long. It's probably maybe about a foot and a half long, stretching off the, uh, the back side of it. And it has rubbed up against you, almost kind of cat-like, you know, rubbing itself up against your legs and so forth. And you feel just a, a little bit of an, an electric kind of tingle when it does that too. Um, and it kind of floats up kind of towards your face and then you begin to see images start to form um, in the negative space uh, that, that is the hole inside of its body. 
And at, at first, these images are kind of like television clips. Uh, you see like a like an I Love Lucy heart uh, that kind of appears in black and white. Um, and you see people laughing and uh, running through fields and this sort of stuff. And it's it kind of causes a bit of warmth to kind of flow over you as you're looking at this. Um, but then the images kind of change and become just a little bit more personal. And you see an image of your mother uh, happy and carefree and playing with you as a little girl. Uh, and then this image then shifts a little bit and you see the fish with several other bigger fish. Uh, and it's in kind of a nondescript kind of dark space that you see this, but you see them kind of jutting around and, and swimming around one another and seem to be happy. You get that feeling of, of happiness. The image shifts yet again, and you see uh, an image of your mother that is one that you are haunted by at night in your dreams and it is of her in her bedroom in those last days before she was taken away from you um, uh, and this scene then transforms yet again of other small fish in a dark place and blindly running into like a solid object it seems to be The image shifts again, and it is just an image of you uh, with tears in your eyes. And then you see the fish once again streaming through the school that you are currently in uh, and streaming out of the school windows. It shifts again, and you see images of you and your father. <coughs> Uh, fighting. And then you see images of the missing kids that you're looking for, Molly and Jason, and his brother Adrian is pictured as well, and you recognize Adrian from school. Uh, and then it shifts to the image of your father on the phone the other night. And then finally focuses on an image of a rusty, round, mechanical-looking circle standing upright in the middle of a field with trees in the background. And then these images just kind of play intermittently over and over again um, as it swims around you and cuddles up against you for at times and so forth. So this all takes place in the process of about a minute, minute and a half.
you said you were gonna make me cry tonight <laughs> i told you <laughs> I just i just hit you right off the bat yeah. <laughs> no prelude or anything okay um okay i'm obviously i think i probably actually have tears um and i'm gonna i'm just gonna try and talk to it see if if it leads us anywhere okay and <laughs> megan is there with you actually she uh she kind of followed you in there because she knew yeah. that you had seen something yeah uh, and you can see her staring at the fish as well and she was like it's it's playing it's playing pictures for you isn't it can you see it i can see it what is this thing I don't know. I saw it for the first time this morning, but I don't think that this one is mine. Mine was a little bit bigger. What do you mean yours? You mean the same one? The the one that I saw. I don't think this is the same one. Well, I think there's more. There's a lot more of these. Can... All right, I'm going to kneel down and get to the same level as the fish thing. Mm -hmm. Can can you take us to the kid? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see those images of the two little kids again molly and jason appear uh and you see pictures of fish <laughs> the 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 round tron fish again uh and it begins to kind of move towards the hallway that you just came from where the other guys are kind of gathered around the uh the coke machine <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and it goes down the hallway and as it does, it goes through the Coke machine, like just phases right through it. When it does, the Coke machine goes ka-chung, 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 and spits out <laughs> like, like three, three tabs. Oh. <laughs> uh, one of them hits uh, Billy Joe. The first hey. one that comes out just pegs him. Ugh. And... It could have at least been something good. So Billy Joe and uh, Gemma, you see coming down the hall, Megan and Shay coming down the hall. And we saw the fish thing. You did not. We did not. Okay. Guys, we have to follow it. Follow what? The tab? <laughs> it went through the Coke machine. Come on, we have to get on the other side of this wall. What is on the other side of this wall? I don't know. Uh, is it an outside wall? Is it an inside wall? Are there doors? <laughs> the, where you are right here, it doesn't seem like there's any doors there. <clears throat> Can we, like, um, go to the end of the hallway and try to circle back around mm -hmm, or something? Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to run that way. Okay. So you go around there. There is a, a door there uh, to a classroom. Uh, and on the panel there on the side, it's got the teacher's name and it's like room 54. And it says, Mr. Martin, science. Going in. Science. Science. <laughs> Um, you see the uh, Shay you see the fish inside the room uh, and it phases through uh, a doorway that goes to a back room uh, that has like a window in it and it's got Venetian blinds and the blinds are shut but it phases through the door and goes into that room. And you can kind of see that little blue glow uh, inside the room. I'm going in the room. Okay. That door is locked. Hey, grab it. Hmm. The door is locked. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Guys, I have to get in this door. I have to get through here. Help, somebody. They've probably got the chemicals in there for the, the science experiments. Yeah, um, they always keep those locked up. Yeah, there might be a lock in the teacher's desk drawer, though. Or a key. Um, I'll go check. Okay, give me an investigation. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Holy crap. You have that many dice? <laughs> and only one success. Only one, one success. success. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's true. Uh, and that's all you need, though. Uh, so yeah, you dig through the uh, the desk drawer and find the keys. Uh, run over to the door key in the lock, unlock it, and, and the door opens up. Mm. Um, here you discover that uh, there is a large, I mean, among a lot of other things, just as, as Gemma had said, you know, this is kind of the place where he keeps all the chemicals and all that sort of stuff, you know, for uh, the experiments and, and so forth. There is a large old freezer uh, in here, which is not uncommon. Uh, you probably might have even been either in this room or had uh, Mr. Martin potentially for class when you were younger yourself. Uh, and this might have been someplace where you might have kept, you know, uh, animals like little frogs or whatever for dissection, you know, for, uh, for the older kids here. <coughs> Uh, but what's weird about it is there are these discs that are about eight inches uh, in circumference, metal that are attached to the refrigerator in strategic places. They're all kind of evenly dispersed all around the um, refrigerator even in the back as well and they've got wires that are coming off of them and they're all connected to uh, a car battery 
<clears throat> and the freezer had a padlock on it. You can see that it's got like a a locking mechanism on the side, uh, but it is unlatched and the lock is hanging loose. And did the fish, is the fish still in there? Yeah, the fish it... kind of goes over to the um, refrigerator and it kind of tries to, to show okay. like it goes in and out and in and out and it's like trying to rub its body up against, you know, the refrigerator door a little bit. If I open this door and there's a bunch of dead people in there, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> um, can I can I make like a tech roll or something to see, you know, like with my tinkering kind of thing, if I can figure out what get some basic idea of what what that device is or what it might accomplish mm -hmm, or be, sure, you know, what sure. it might be doing. Yeah, I think uh, you can do a tech tinker there. <clears throat> got one i think yeah um <clears throat> those discs that are attached there are to your best guess they they are electromagnets okay so it's got to be creating some kind of pretty strong magnetic field mm -hmm. being attached to the battery mm -hmm. uh, and that could be Keeping stuff in, keeping stuff out. Right. And I, I think your your best guess is probably keeping stuff in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I relate my, my guesses to my colleagues. <laughs> of course, I'm going to open it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care what's keeping stuff in. <laughs> All right, so you open it up. It is completely empty. Um, but it looks like it has been meticulously cleaned. Uh, there's no smell in here other than like the smell of bleach, probably. But it's completely dry on the inside, uh, and doesn't seem to be anything in there. Now, the electromagnets are not activated currently. Um, can I, is there some sort of switch or can I connect the battery if it's not connected? Yeah, it looks like it's just not connected. Um, can I just try to, I'll, I'll put the leads back on the battery and mm -hmm. see what happens. When you do the electromag <clears throat> electromagnets on the refrigerator whoop, immediately hum to life and the door just poof, slams shut. And then the, we, with it in that condition, we can't open the door again, right? Like it, it makes it really hard to open. Right. Or, mm -hmm. Okay. And try as you might, you're not strong enough to open it. So somebody, it, well, I guess it's not obvious, but it seems like somebody was trying to hold things in here and was either doing that and doesn't need to do it anymore or it got disconnected and whatever it was got out or something like 
you know, but whoever, Mr. Martin or whatever, probably knows what's going on. And Shay, when he says that, you see the fish, uh, the images on its, uh, its belly come to life once again, and you see the multiple fish <clears throat> screaming out of the school. Okay. Guys, I know this sounds crazy, but there is this thing here. It looks kind of like a fish out of Tron, where, and it's showing me images and cool. a bunch of these things. I know this sounds crazy. Just believe me. I could, I, I know you can't So it's here this. right now? It's here right now. It's right here. I'm looking at it and it's showing me like images and a bunch of fish leaving the school, like swimming out or floating out of the school. But the other thing is that it also showed er earlier in the cafeteria, it showed this big round thing in a field that looks like these magnets, but I don't, I don't know what that is. And I don't know if I know where it is. I don't know if it has anything to do with anything. There's all kinds of weird images. Very can you, can you talk to it? <laughs> Like, does it I, do I asked communicate it, back with it? I asked it if it would help us find the kids or if it knew where the kids were and it led us here. To this weird freezer. Yeah. That, it's met with a weird magnet. So maybe, maybe all the other fish were in this freezer and then something got screwed up and then they got out and went somewhere else. What do you think? <laughs> and when Billy Joe says that, you see the round mechanical object in the field again. Do I recognize the field at all? Like, is it a part of town that I know? Or I mean, it looks like a typical kind of backdrop of trees in the area. I mean, any, any field in southern mm -hmm. Indiana. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. We are never going to find it. <laughs> um, we don't have enough time to search well, everything. If all the other fish left and went somewhere else, why is this one still here? That is a very good question. Um, and Billy Joe, just so you know right now, when Shay was talking to you initially about this thing, you were looking at her and paying attention to what it was that she was saying. And she pointed in a certain direction and said it's over here while you were looking at shay out of the corner of your eye you kind of had this weird kind of very faint blue shimmer mm -hmm. and then she points to it you look at it and that's exactly where that shimmer was that she was pointing to as soon as you look at it it's gone you look back at Shay, and you can see the shimmer again. And it's just like, it's like a trick of the trick of the light or a trick of your eye where something's just in your peripheral vision and you're like, hey, what was that? But then as soon as you look at it, it's not there. No, maybe I'm just having a migraine. <laughs> and, and truthfully, that's kind of what like, it does look like. It looks like that little kind uh, of shimmer, like this thing behind me, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's yeah, like, exactly. That's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah. Right, it's like that, yeah. Um, 
so I wonder, like, could you ask it to take us to wherever I think the, it can the hear other you. ones are? Or It can hear you. Why don't you ask it? <laughs> and I'll tell you what I see. Uh, what's its name? Does it have a name? I... I don't know. Tronfish is what I was. Um, oh, oh, shimmery blue tronfish. Um, where, where are your uh, fellow tronfish? Where did where did they all go? Um, you once again see the image of the mechanical circle. We have to find this. There's a big mechanical circle. How big does it look? It's kind of hard to get an idea of scale because it's in the middle of like this clearing. Okay. Uh, and you see the trees in the background, but I mean, you would assume anywhere from probably about maybe six to ten feet in circumference. It keeps showing me this little big mechanical circle thing in a field, but. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can just follow it to it. I, I yeah, don't know. Like it maybe is. it can, it can lead us there. And since you are the one that can see it all the way, we can just do like a little wagon train following the tronfish someplace. <laughs> I forget. Did we bring the clunker here, or did we bring the hover bike, or I forget <laughs> we had, how we got here. If we just bust it, I think we just on. bust it because <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because it was all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I th well, yeah. I think my I think my hover bike is still stashed at the library because we never. Oh, did yeah. we go back there? I don't think we. No, you didn't go back to the library. You, you did take the take that back home, uh, oh. and I think that you drove the, um, hover bike to Wesselman Park. Ah, and then we went from there. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the fish actually does kind of pick up on what you're saying. Maybe we can follow it. And when it, when you say that it flies, uh, through the wall <laughs> once again, and, uh, and j it kind of disappears and it's, it went back out towards the hallway that you guys had originally come out of. I'm going to follow it. Okay. You guys coming too? <laughs> I guess I guess we'll follow you. <laughs> um and you guys are out on Lloyd Expressway on the uh on the far east side, but it's not too far to get to Wesselman. Now this thing has no concept of space. <laughs> Uh, and it just goes in a straight beeline kind of pattern to get where it wants to go. Uh, which unfortunately leads it out in the middle of traffic on Lloyd Expressway. Uh, and cars are zipping back and forth uh, and it actually gets hit by one of the cars. But the car goes through it and then the brakes lock up on it and it spins and sputters uh, and another car comes and crashes into uh, 
the the car that went through the fish uh it doesn't seem like anybody is terribly hurt but uh it's pretty jarring to say the least to to bear witness to this accident that just happened like 20 feet away from you uh and the fish pays no heed (laughs) he just keeps kind of floating through uh and is heading in the direction of um eastland mall at this point and Um, it's flying through buildings and uh street signs and like there's a lot of neon signs uh in in this particular version of of evansville every time it goes through a neon sign (laughs) it sputters and sparks so it definitely has an electric kind of uh quality to to the creature so those of you that can't see it you can at least see the trail (laughs) that it's leaving behind Yeah, it's just we do the best we can to keep up with it. I think we're just running through parking lots, down sidewalks, and trying to keep my eye on it, I guess. Mm. Following the trail of electrical destruction. It it reaches Eastland Mall and phases into the mall. (laughs) Uh, And I'm assuming you guys are trying your best to kind of keep and I, or Shay, is trying to her best to keep an eye on it, and it it uh, passes in through Deong's. So you guys go into Deong's and and rush through all the uh, the women's clothing area, and uh, it phases through um, some of the glass display cases where the uh, perfumes and jewelry are towards the front and as it does the lights <laughs> flicker as it goes through there um, and you guys end up going out the opposite side of the mall through Snyder's uh, on the back end uh, and now it is actually heading towards a tree line uh, towards the back of the parking lot there um, which unfortunately there is a fence that blocks that area from a couple of the little factories that run along the back side of Eastland Mall. Uh, so in order to follow it, you're, you guys are going to have to climb that fence. What kind of fence is it? Electrical? It's, no. <laughs> it's, it's about an eight foot uh, fence. So that's going to be a body move. Like chain link or chain link. Chain link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any barbed wire at the top? <laughs> Not barbed, but you know how a lot of those things have the little twisty things up at the top that stick up a little bit extra? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people will kind of either have a bar that goes just right at that level, or yeah. sometimes they actually intentionally leave the bar a little bit low so to kind of prevent people from climbing over or to try to discourage it at least. This is one of those ones where they're trying to discourage it a bit. And it's also like butting up against these tall evergreen trees. So it kind of makes it difficult to kind of maneuver through there to even climb. So each each one of you guys are going to have to make a body move uh, to get through. Oof. 
All right, so Gemma failed. Billy Joe and Shay made it, right? Okay, so you two guys hop over the fence without much of a much of an issue, but unfortunately, Gemma and Corey, who is uh, running along with you guys, uh, are not able to get over it, and uh, either are too trepidatious to try to maneuver those spikes at the very top uh, or just mm. simply can't get up the fence because of the trees being in the way and all of that sort of stuff. So the two of them are probably going to have to go around, uh, which is going to take, uh, take a little bit of time uh, for them to catch up to you. Uh, can I see, is, is there any like flex in the fence itself? Like, you know, like right in the middle between fence posts, you know, where the chain link can get kind of loose. That's yeah, um, possible. Mm-hmm. Can I try to maybe like pull up on that so they could like squeeze under sure. instead? Yeah. Uh, it'll just be a body force. Body force. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They've got that thing tied down pretty, uh, pretty good. Okay. Worth a shot. Um, but I think I think there's an opening on the other end if you guys want to run, run down there we could try to meet you down there yeah we could do that what time is it about is it still like <laughs> er, early evening it's uh, late afternoon still uh, at this point <laughs> Pro- probably around 5 o'clock uh, and Corey is like, look, it's getting it's getting close to the time of my curfew, so I'm probably going to have to head back. Um, so I'm going to catch the bus here. You guys don't do anything crazy. And if you do do something crazy, I want to hear all about it when, when you're done. Oh, man. All right. So well, he goes. He goes off to uh, catch the magnetrine bus by uh, Eastland Mall. I could re-roll and take a condition. Is that how that works? You could, yeah, yeah. If if you want to do that. Is there, can I see the opening here, or is it like? Hey, What's that? that? Can I see the opening in the fence from here, or is it like, hey, just walk that way until you see it? <laughs> it is kind of walk that way until you see it kind of deal, because of where the trees are located up against here, uh, it there could be an opening potentially part way down the way. If not, it's all the way down at the end of the, the tree line, which is almost to, I think it's uh, Vogel Road, which runs... Uh, perpendicular to Green River. Yeah, I feel like that's going to take forever. It will. No, yeah, not forever, but it, but it's rather inconvenient for sure. Yeah, because that thing seemed to be going pretty fast, and I can't even see it, and you know. So, if I take a condition, does that mean I get over the fence, or does it mean I get to reroll? Um, it kind of depends on what you want to do. You can get an automatic success. And I think that is by spending a luck point, if I remember correct. Um, 
Uh, sorry, it's using your pride. So what was the difference between luck and a condition? Uh, luck is also re-rolling all failed dice. Um, so it's it's basically the same, it's, but you use the luck point without actually having to take a condition. Okay. What's your pride? Um, I'm the smartest kid in class. Yeah, so, I mean, you could use that by, by saying, you know, I'm, I should be smart enough to be able to get over this fence and, uh, and use that as your success if you want to, yeah. but you can only do that once per mystery. So right. this, this is a but one and done reluctant. kind of deal. I'm reluctant to do that because it's not renewable, but I'll use a luck point. Okay. And then does that mean I reroll? Yep. You are confounded by a fence, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> How do they do it? You can spend well, as many luck points as you want if you want to continue to burn them. Is there is there anything around like a like a fence post they didn't use but left by the fence or like a pipe or a two by four or anything? Yeah, uh, once you guys hopped over the fence, you're in kind of a back lot of a uh, uh, I would say like a lumber uh, milling plant. Um, is there like a two by four that I could try to use to like kind of try to lift the fence again, but use that as a lever to get more leverage yeah yeah and you can add a die uh, for using a tool okay uh, that's still body force yep and bonus dice one would it work better if I helped as well? Like we're both pulling down on you, you you may help yes and then that would add an extra die to, um, so in that case, I would add two dice, one yep. for the tool and one for mm -hmm. the help. Yep. Okay. Encouragement. <laughs> and some encouragement. This is great. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> get and you got an extra success on that. So with your force... It says you give another success to a kid. So truthfully, you could that could be the success that gets her the ability to to get through the fence. <laughs> we open up a hole at the bottom and then she climbs over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 Here we go. We got it. Oh, we just well, got, to, got to prove that the fence is not impenetrable and give you the confidence to climb right over it. <laughs> All right. So you guys rush then through the uh, the factory area and you got a couple of guys that are like hey what are you kids doing back here and and uh just keep you, running keep running and they uh they kind of just go ah and just let you go um at this point you guys now are at the back fence of um Lesselman park and the 
fish goes right through the fence and starts going through the woods uh, of the nature preserve. Uh, now, what's fortunate here is even though there's a fence that blocks the road from the area, there is a specific <laughs> ditch here that you guys have probably used before that is actually still there that you can just easily crawl underneath <laughs> and get into the park from the backside. But uh, it's heavy foliage back here um, and trying to keep an eye on the fish as you're going uh, can potentially be a little difficult. Uh, so Shay, I would say you might want to I'd say probably um, body move again, just to kind of keep up with it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're able to keep tabs on it, and, and the rest of you should be able to kind of keep uh, keep an eye on Shay as she's bobbing and weaving through the, the brush there. Um, you end up coming out past the um, the little nature center building there that you guys had met up with uh, when, when you first started this little venture and start heading back into the neighborhood where Megan lives. Um, and there is a, a church that is right across the street from Wesselman Park, or just just down a ways. Um, and I'm trying to remember what the name of that place is. Huh, I thought I wrote that down, but I didn't. But anyway, there uh, there's a church <laughs> back there. Uh, and the creature kind of bypasses the church and goes back into a small wooded area that's back behind the church. Um, and this is close to Fairlawn Avenue, uh, which is not far from where Megan lives. Um, and then eventually it comes to a clearing that you now recognize as being that clearing that you saw where the circular object was. And in the middle of this clearing, you do see this large metal, mechanical-looking um, archway, basically, uh, where maybe the lower third of the circle, if you connected it, it looks like it would be buried into the ground. And it's a little rusty. It's got wires and stuff kind of hanging off of it. Um, and there is a low hum uh, emitting from the circle itself. <clears throat> is that a magnet as well? Uh, make a... <laughs> Do you have any metal? <laughs> like, throw something through it. My jewelry. 
Would Billy Joe know this answer without me having to roll? <laughs> are, are you asking Billy Joe? Yes. Uh, if that's the case, then Billy Joe, you can roll a <laughs> sorry uh, tech tinker. <laughs> well, see, that's your strong suit, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah, that was... hand, I got zero. No, not strong oh. enough. Oh shit! <clears throat> I could try I don't to. Know, like, it looks round. <laughs> What did you say, Christy? I can try to comprehend that. Got two successes. Technically not a magnet, but you've heard that sound before um, mm -hmm. when you were a little bit younger and you, and you had an MRI. Mm. So there is a magnetic quality for sure to it. Uh, but you can hear this kind of pulsing sound to the hum. And now that you're there, you see the fish, and he uh, has stopped short of it and has now turned facing you, and its long tail is kind of wagging like a dog. <laughs> um, and it turns and faces the circle, and it darts towards it and it goes punk and it hits something solid in the middle of the opening so it's hitting like a center target where it should just go right through there no problem but it goes punk doesn't make a sound it just stops and bounces off okay i'm gonna walk up to it and see if I can feel anything where it was trying to go through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> sure, why not? So, so you, you reach up to it and kind of feel where it was, and you see your hand go through it, and then there is, you don't see your hand. <laughs> so from here forward, it's like you've lost your, your arm, <laughs> the lower portion of your arm. Okay. <laughs> Which probably yeah. instinctually yeah. makes you pull back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and as soon as you do, your hand's there. But there was a pressure as you were pulling back. And that hurt. Mm. Not enough to, you know, cause a condition, but that did not feel good. Okay. And you could almost feel a tug forward. As soon as you got your hand in there, it wanted to pull more of you in. Yeah. Is this, is there some way we can turn this off, guys, or something? I feel like, I don't know, or maybe we're supposed to go through. I don't know. Um, Maybe we should stick yeah. like a stick or something in it first, just to like my whole arm, my like have my arm disappeared, but it, and you know it didn't feel great, but I don't know why is it it's wanting to go through there? The fish wants to go through there, so, <clears throat> but it can't. But your arm kind of disappeared That's... when it went in there. <laughs> yeah, so this obviously goes someplace else. 
and I mean, then, right. do we think this is where the kid, maybe the kids went through this on accident or something? I mean, it's close to their house, right? Yeah. Or at least one, one of them, one of their houses. And the other kid, it was, uh, it was proven that, that he lives close to this area as well. So the kids went through and disappeared. Yeah, so like maybe it's kind of a one-way thing. Another dimension, another like dimension or something. Yeah. Was it like when you stuck your arm in there, it was like cold or hot or... It, it felt like I was weird. Being pulled in. Something wanted wanted me in there. It pulled at me, and it took a little effort to pull my arm out. And and you would say, trying to describe that sensation, like as soon as your hand went through, it was like it wasn't there. You could not feel your hand, and as it started to pull. The only thing that you could actually really feel was pulling it back out. Ah. And it was as though you had like 15 rubber bands around your arm and you were trying to just pry it out mm. of those rubber bands. Exactly how I describe it to everybody. <laughs> Got it now, guys. Oh. So that yeah, that could be that's got to be a pretty strong force or like a, a magnetic field or a I don't know. <clears throat> the the refrigerator was turned off, like the magnet on that was turned off, and then the fish had showed me that they all left the building, and left the school. Right and. If this, this thing, if this thing is getting power now, and the fish, you said the fish thing can't go through here? Yeah. So maybe it's kind of a similar thing, that if it's getting power, it can't go through, but if we, it doesn't have power, then it can go through. Mm. So can I look at the, look more closely, like in a technical way, at this thing to see if if, how I can like tell if it's getting power somehow that we could turn it on and off to see if anything changes. Yeah, um, you probably want to do a tech calculate here. Okay. I mean, by the numbers, I don't think I want to do that, but I'll try. <laughs> oh, look at that. Hey, all right, you got two there. So that gives you an extra success, actually. And with the calculate, ask one additional question and take plus one die to one roll when you use that information. All right, so you get two questions about this. And I think the first one, well, I'm sorry, go ahead and what are, you, what are your two questions? Uh, the first one is, is, does it seem like there's a way that I can turn the power off and then be able to turn it back on? Like, is there a switch or a wire that I could disconnect and reconnect? There is a 
port. Like um, a like, like an uh, empty port that a cord would go into? Yes. Yeah, it looks like kind of almost like a printer port, you know, for one of those old style like 30 pin, you know, like mm -hmm. plug-in printer type things. And do I do I recognize any of this technology as being like magnetrine technology? Like since I've been messing with that hover bike, which is magnetrine powered, like does any of it look familiar with stuff that I might have tinkered with before? Like technology wise? You would say it's very it's very similar, yes. Is it exactly like what you dealt with on your on your bike no but there's enough of a similarity here that you could probably put the pieces of the puzzle together that this might be something that might have been created potentially <clears throat> by thunderbolt industries or somebody that worked for thunderbolt mm -hmm. uh, okay and but beyond that port that nothing is plugged into now there doesn't seem to be any other way to cut power to it or an obvious like switch that says on off it it no definitely no on off switch there yeah uh that's the only thing that that you can see that you know could potentially be plugged into something else um the power that it's getting you have to assume that it's coming from either an internal source or from underneath the ground somehow yeah like it's getting power from a direct line that's buried or something like that mm -hmm. um okay with the the plug was that still my first question if i asked two questions you've asked two yeah Okay. You can you can ask me more, but I I, I don't necessarily have to answer it. <laughs> um, I was thinking, have have I seen like that type of port or a plug that seemed like it would be compatible to that kind of port before? I, I mean, it it looks like of the like, day uh, a typical um, like printer style kind of yeah, port. just like a. Yeah, and it uses a bunch of pins and a bunch of holes, and you got to get it lined up just right. Right, and like there are these big giant, like suitcase-sized laptops, you know, <laughs> uh, and something like that. You know, you could potentially be able to, you know, hook up a computer to it. Anyone got a computer in their pocket? <laughs> Not no, yet. They're, <laughs> they're still too big. Um, do I have access to a proto laptop somewhere, <laughs> like <laughs> like the tech center at school, or maybe the know? library has them? We go back to the library. Steal a laptop, <laughs> right, Gemma? <laughs> Is does um, uh? Do you think, Shay, do you think the fish could give you any more, like, could you ask it for some insight? Can it... You can ask you know, it, and I'll tell you what it says. Um, oh, Tronfish. <laughs> How, why, why can't you go through the 
the portal <clears throat> thing. Is, is this where the rest of the fish went? Um, Shay, you see an image of the uh, Berlin Wall. And Ronald Reagan saying, Mr. Gorbachev, break down that wall. Okay. So... We we need Ronald Reagan. <laughs> we need to we need to fudge. Okay. So maybe there, there's a wall there for the fish that we need to break down. Diplomatically, do we get them to tear it down? We <laughs> <laughs> just start. Um, and then it pulls up. It pulls up a, a music video of <laughs> uh, of Pink Floyd. <laughs> the wall. <coughs> we don't need no education. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta tear down this wall somehow. Um. Well, with the if I had some kind of computer or something, I might be able to kind of figure out how this works better and see. Like maybe we could turn off whatever force field is keeping Tronfish out. Hmm. How far away are we from the church? Is there an electrical source connected from that? Or are we just way out there? No, you're not very far. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, there's a very thin line of trees at the back of the church that you guys had to come through to get here. So yeah, I mean, you're pretty close there. You could uh, you could probably get a uh, hundred foot uh, extension cord, probably maybe two of them, to get you back here to to power up a uh, lap a large laptop. <laughs> a portable computer. Portable computer. Yeah. Um. And they do have those at the Panopticon. Those those are available, but you would have to take one. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, That's Sullivan. He's in there messing around. Sorry. No, that was great timing, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> That was great. Um, yeah, I'll go steal a laptop from school. <laughs> damn it. Why not? Trying to be a good kid, damn it. No. Are, are our baby dinosaurs big enough that they could destroy the portal? <laughs> not <Right>? yet, no. <laughs> they still haven't hatched, at least you don't know that <laughs> not, they not have hatched anyway. <laughs> uh, That's a future catastrophe. Yeah, let's... I guess let's see if we can get our hands on a, a portable computer. <laughs> Just like saying it that way. And it's fun. Portable. <laughs> like electronic mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to the Panopticon? Yep. Okay. But I, 
tell yeah. the fish we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, I assume you're going to take the uh, the magnetrine bike and and float over that way. Yeah, it'll be a little faster. Yeah, and um, only people. So it can only hold two people. <laughs> well, but it, you you've gotten pretty good now at uh, at riding your. Uh, skateboard behind yeah. it you know he just mm -hmm. he you can just tether to the backside of it mm -hmm. Gemma can get on the bike with him totally doing that <laughs> see kind of like <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys get to the panopticon it's a little bit later it's getting close to about six o'clock at this point uh the school is still open um the custodians are there you know cleaning up uh, there's probably a few teachers, you know, grading papers here and there, but you should be able to get in uh, fairly easily. Are all three of you going in, or is it just Shay? I don't know. Might might be easier to sneak in if it's just one of us. But... Where are the laptops in relation to the ground and a window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um... we could wait outside. We could be the getaway car. Or is there like a a, a ball team? <laughs> Any sport? A Any ball sports team? Sports team. <laughs> sports yeah. team. Uh, well, let's see. It's it's February, so yeah, I would say I probably basketball uh, in, inside one of the gymnasiums. Okay. Um, but the library is where these portable computers would be located. And unfortunately, you know, the Panopticon has got, I think, uh, four buildings that are numerous stories tall. Uh, and they kind of spiral, uh, on the inside, they kind of spiral up. So there's a centralized area uh, within that spiral that the library would be located on the base floor of. So you do physically have to go into the building to get into the library but the good thing is is the library itself is for the most part a completely open area with a side room where they keep the more expensive uh, equipment uh, so you can get into the school no problem you can get to the library area uh, in the center of the school but then getting into where they keep the portable computers is going to be probably the toughest part. Okay. <laughs> what do I do? Body sneak? Body mm -hmm. move? Body... Yeah. body sneak. And there's going to be a series of two rolls for you on that one. The first one is to get into the area and not get noticed uh, because there is a custodian that has got a uh, big set of orange headphones on uh, with his Walkman <laughs> with the antenna. Yeah. Um, and he's buffing the floors. So the good thing is, is that, you know, he's probably not going to hear you. It's more about just not being seen. So first one, sneak. Mm -hmm. And you can add a die to that uh, because he is distracted. Huh. I just type in bonus die. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Did it show up on the thing? Uh, I have not seen it yet. I rolled, but it didn't show up on the thingy. Hmm. Oh, there After it is. Delayed reaction. Hmm. Alright, two successes. Yeah. Um, so that then you may be able to use that second success for breaking in uh, and getting the uh, the computer. Okay. Um, or you can find something unexpected. Oh, boy. That's always fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the dude in the tunnel was unexpected. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so I'm like, you know, like that scene in the breakfast club where they're sneaking through the hallways. That's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to join you inside. I don't want to be stuck outside. You're gonna go in too. Yeah. Okay. Body sneak for you. Stole <laughs> <laughs> Um. So you're kind of coming in after her, kind of looking, looking for her, and you see her just expertly sneaking. You know, <laughs> uh, and you're trying to mimic exactly what she's doing. Uh, but then you end up slipping on the buffed, the newly buffed floor. <laughs> oh, so slick. <laughs> and, uh, it draws the attention of the, uh, of the custodian and he takes his headphones off and he's like, Hey, don't walk all over that. I just cleaned that. What are you doing in here? Get out of here. You're not supposed to be in here this late. Sorry. I left my homework assignment in the room. Uh, sorry, man. I'm gonna run away. Oh. <laughs> Which way are you running? Back outside? Well, if Shay is, you know, if she, I'm gonna go down the hall. If Shay is like around a corner already, I'm gonna go that way. Okay. Okay. So. Go get my, you know, sorry. <laughs> Give me a uh, heart charm. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> you know you kids aren't supposed to be in here at this hour. Now get on out of here. I don't care what you forgot. You gotta get out of here. You're not supposed to be in here. I'm sorry. Okay. Fight with it. But my homework is I'm back. Crying and then no. <laughs> distraught by you crying he will hate you know it what? i'm gonna actually i think really feel this because uh -huh. suddenly it's it's almost like i was telling a lie but now i really feel what if i can't get that homework assignment done <laughs> like i'm the hardest kid in class this is really gonna devastate my my grade point average and maybe i'll use my pride <laughs> i am um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't have this. Like, I can't live with this. I have to do this assignment. All right, so, so spend your pride then. Okay. <laughs> and that gives you one success. All right. And 
he's like, oh, okay, oh, all right, just stop, stop crying, stop crying. That's fine. Just go on ahead. I'll pretend like I didn't see you, okay? But don't let this happen again. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Shay, um, you can, if you if you want to find something unexpected, you can do that, or you can use that extra success to get you in and get the um, computer without having to make a second roll. I want to find something unexpected. <laughs> okay. All right. So now you're going to make a second roll to break in uh, to the locked area uh, behind the uh, the library, the storage that room. Fourth Sneaker. That maybe. is going to be probably sneak again, unless you want to use force. But that means you're going to break something. Oh, yeah, no. Sneak it. Hey, two successes again. You get to find something else un unexpected. <laughs> or you can give a success to another kid. <laughs> So you guys might you, you you guys might be able to sneak out of here together with that, but now, now he knows she's in here, so it doesn't really matter. So um, finding something unexpected here, uh, you find the computer, no problem. They've got them all plugged in uh, and charging up. Uh, they do have a little limited battery uh, power to them, but that only lasts for about thirty minutes. <laughs> um, you remember what that cord looked like um, and you kind of sort through some of the rat's nest of cords that the librarian has here and you're able to actually find uh, the appropriate cord to go along with the computer so you can plug that in without um, Billy Joe having to jury rig something to, to make it work. Mm. Now the second item uh, or finding something unexpected i'm gonna put that in your lap and oh. why don't you tell me what you discover with jesus christ um okay and it oh. doesn't even have oh. to be anything related to this particular mystery it can be something else and it might end up being a story seed that we might be able to expand upon on a later date. I think I find a floppy disk that's labeled something sus in that box. So got a, lab a label written in Russian. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. That's what I expected. Okay, that's cool. It's big because it's the original. <laughs> it's, it's the really big one. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to the laser discs. Yeah. Yes. Or or is it a one of those cassette tape things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yeah. used to have to, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's cool. All right, so it's got uh, what appears to be Russian lettering on there. Yeah, I like that. All right, so you guys are able to sneak back out. Uh, and uh, it, it, was there something, Gemma, that you wanted to do now, now that you're in there with her? I kind of wanted to take a pathway on our way out past the science wing 
to see if anything's glowing or, you know, to see if anything looks weird and see if any fish, fish sparkles happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's all the schools. Um, you kind of poke around just a little bit, just kind of looking in all the little nooks and crannies that you can, and from what you can see, and uh, Shay, kind of the same thing, if you accompany her, neither one of you see any signs of, uh, of the blue fish. Hmm. No magnetic refrigerator. Mm -mm. I think we should go. Yeah. Look at this floppy disk I found. Does that look like Russian to you? Yeah. I have to take it to our 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 janitor friend at the other mm -hmm. church. <laughs> All right, so you want to head back to the the circle? I think we need to get out. Yes. Okay. All right, so you guys head back uh in the neighborhood across the street from Westman Park and up back in the clearing and it's it's nighttime now, so it, it's it's getting pretty dark back there, but there's a light in the parking lot there of the church that kind of bleeds through the trees uh, so you have a little bit of light back here that you can work with um and billy joe you now have a cord that will attach uh to this mechanism okay um well i'll plug it into the computer and then plug in to the round thing Okay. and turn it on and see what happens when you do you know you're you've messed around with these computers at school a little bit and it, it kind of pops up you know with a uh uh like a commodore 64 you know logo at the uh, <clears throat> uh at the opening uh in what would that be like six bit probably or <laughs> Yeah, not many. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see that open up, and then typically it just opens up to kind of like a DOS-like program. Hey, there you go. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, look at that. It's That's so amazing. There's <laughs> Commodore 64. Go ahead, sorry. Um, and generally it opens up to a dos type program the dos program opens up but then all of a sudden this kind of matrixy kind of pattern begins to appear and it's these just green falling letters and symbols and stuff like that that just begin to kind of occupy the the space of the screen uh until the whole screen goes green uh and then uh it closes in on like a single cursor in the middle of the screen that's just going blink 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 uh, i say i'm in <laughs> i always wanted to say that <laughs> um so if if i type some things to the you know 
do letters come up? Do the things that I yes. type come up? Or yep. Just... Mm-hmm. They do. Um, do I just you... I type a game. <laughs> do you want to play a game? Go to. <laughs> it is. You've opened up uh, the the advanced game of Zork. <laughs> the secret level of cure. Uh, I, I just type um, open and hit enter. Uh, invalid. Is this DOS? Yeah. Is it DOS yet? Basically, yeah. Go to, I type, go to diagnostic. Um, And it pulls up a wealth of information. uh, Most of which is incomprehensible to you. (laughs) It's a lot. But there are some keywords that do uh, pop out to you in that dialogue. Um, I, there's a lot of words <laughs> that, that could mean certain things, and I don't want to run through a whole list of it, but I'm going to let you kind of keep pushing in that direction. <clears throat> uh, you, with what you typed in, you know, you're kind of in the in the right realm here yeah um i this this feels similar to the things i have to use on the farm equipment at home like there's some diagnostic tools you know that you like plug into the port to see you know how the engine's working or things like that um so if this is the diagnostics um is there anything that says like uh like a power level like if the power level is okay if it's not getting enough or if yes it's too much yeah mm-hmm. um, uh, and it says power level 100 percent um is there a way for me to toggle that down like if i move the cursor to that can i use like an arrow key to turn the power level down or toggle it on or off yes you can uh it, it's going to be a value that you're going to enter in so like between it's at 100 now but i can make it like 50. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you type in 50 and you can hear the magnet inside begin to slow down okay what's the fish doing uh the 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 fish now is sitting in front of the uh, computer (laughs) well you can't see it but the fish is sitting in front of the computer and it's wagging its tail Um, uh, and it pulls up a video of, um, oh, what, what is his name? Who was in War Games? Matthew Broderick. Oh, Matt yes, Broderick. it was Broderick. Yeah, yeah. Pulls up a picture of Matthew Broderick in War Games. Um, okay, so I... I have it go from 50 to 25. Okay. And it slows down even further. Is there anything visually happening with it? Like, can we still see through it? Still see through it. Yeah. So there's no like visual change in the thing itself. Right. Um, 
somebody want to like now that it's it's not all the way off but now that it's slower does somebody want to try to s stick something through it to see if it disappears like your arm did like, <laughs> you shouldn't do your arm again <clears throat> is there a stick laying around mm -hmm, sure <clears throat> Gemma do you want to stick a stick in the hole <laughs> Same. stick a stick in the hole Sounds like yeah, stick a stick in the hole. Do it. All right, so you stick a stick in through the hole, uh, mm -hmm. and the stick goes through, and you still see it on the other side. You see the stick. You see the stick. <laughs> so it yeah. didn't disappear, like... Okay. No. Um, I turn it back up to 50%. Leave okay. the stick in there, see what happens. It's in there. At 50%, you see it go slightly out of phase. It kind of blips just a little bit, but it's still mostly there. Okay, you can feel it. It's kind of flickering. Um, and then I turn it back up to 100. At 100, uh, it is gone. Um, and it actually pulls the stick out of Gemma's hand. <clears throat> and then just like, bloop, out, out of sight. Out of gone, yeah. Um, okay, so we know that we can turn it off or at least all the way down. But when it's down, it doesn't, it's not doing anything. Like it, we're, we can't, you know, if it's a portal to something, that portal stops when it doesn't have enough power. Mm. But it's more like a, it's a, definitely more like a wall because that was the imagery. So right. <clears throat> we've got to drop it. Maybe something else clicks on when you drop this part of it. Like turn it all the way off? Yeah. Um, I'll try that. I I hit z I turn it to zero okay. on the settings and see what happens. Whoa. 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 And the sound stops. Um Shay, did the did the fish do anything? And the fish now goes whoop and goes into the hole uh, and goes right through it, through to the other side. You can, it, and just then it swims it. back through and swims back through and nothing happens. So the force field keeps fish out. But lets us and other things in to go through to wherever it goes. Um, I, think we we wanna... have, I think we have to turn it back on and I think we have to go through it work from the other side like Stargate <laughs> <laughs> like Stargate Sorry, I don't know but then there's the, all the Egyptian stuff <laughs> no, that it? movie hasn't come out yet <laughs> somebody should write this down <laughs> okay well I'll, I'll... Is, is there anything about do I see anything in the diagnostics about like 
a destination or a, you know anything that says like where it might go or like a target or any any words like that like that might clue us into where it leads to no and it, i'm gonna have you roll a the comprehend comprehend um, yeah comprehend okay hey you're rolling pretty good tonight okay so looking at the diagnostics and and everything associated with this there is nothing in this that alludes to you that whoever programmed this has any knowledge of traversing another dimension, going into another world, <clears throat> in and out of phase. I mean, there's nothing that alludes to any sort of, like, sci-fi kind of aspect of whatever this is whatever this thing is you don't know what it is uh, but it's not the what is happening here is not necessarily the function of what this particular item was originally designed for so it's it's just a machine it's just something weird is happening with it seems like like this was not designed to do whatever it's doing yeah so like all the diagnostic stuff is just regular it could be a diagnostic diagnostic tool for anything yeah okay um I don't know maybe you're right Shay (laughs) (laughs) alright Jimmer while he's working on that you're kind of looking at all the mathematics and everything that that make all of this up and i'm gonna have you roll a comprehend okay i was just wondering if this is one of those sort of prototype geothermal type thing like we've just started hearing about global warming um let's see here One success. Okay. With that success, you're looking at the percentages. Mm-hmm. If 100% is power and 0% is off, 50%, of course, would be half power, right? What if this wasn't actually power and it was direction? Direction and speed. So turn it to a certain percentage and get to a certain place at a certain speed, direction, and speed, maybe. So this <laughs> like when, angles on a when, like, when you're listening to this, 
you can hear it moving in a clockwise formation. When it slows down, it continues in that clockwise formation until it goes down to zero and then it's off or it's not moving. Mm -hmm. Could you reverse that? Yeah, so I think here in the diagnostics, it, it would probably show the polarity of those magnets or that, you know, the device that's spinning, you know, the magnetrine-like technology, because, you know, that has to do with electromagnets going around a source. Um, can I, do I see anything in the diagnostics that allows me to, like, change the polarity of the magnet so it can go in opposite direction? Um, lots of numbers throughout this whole thing. Again, difficult to comprehend, but you do see a lot of minus symbols throughout mm -hmm. all of this. So maybe change those, start changing some of those to positives and see if I can get it to. Well, everything that you have been doing has just been straight numbers, like 100%, 50%. If you changed that to a negative. Oh, so maybe it keeps going down. So yeah, let me just, just to start, like go from zero to negative 10. Yeah. And you hear it kick up again, but it's now going in the opposite direction. Okay. Um, I'll kick it up to 50. And it's going in the opposite direction again, counterclockwise. Um, is there another stick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plenty of sticks. It's okay. I'm ready. Okay, from here, you uh, are like pushing through molasses yeah. to try to get that in there. It's very difficult. It's going to snap. <laughs> is it? Is it kind of wanting to push it back yes, out? Yes, it's kind of wanting to push it back out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll turn it up. Back back up to, or back all the way down to like negative 100. Okay. Uh, and when that happens, it blows Gemma back. <laughs> Just, no, no, sorry. <laughs> like, uh, she's holding on and she's got her arm out and then it just just pushes her straight back. And a thousand little fishes fly out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and from the hole, the clear hole that just goes off into the uh, woods behind it, uh, you hear a voice. Hello? Hello? Hello. <laughs> um, and you see a hand come through, uh, and it is Megan's little sister, Molly, comes out, um, and Whoa. immediately followed by um, Jason and is it Adrian the older brother I've got to find my notes excuse me <laughs> sorry 
think it was, wasn't it? Sounds right. Yeah. And Adrian. And then finally, crawling out, you see Mr. Martin from uh, Harrison Plaza. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Martin? Yep. And he looks emaciated uh, and dehydrated. And he uh, basically just crawls out and just collapses uh, at your feet. Um, while this is going on, a little bluefish that is uh, is with you guys has already been joined by another one. And Megan uh, calls your attention to it as the kids are coming out. Uh, just before she sees Molly, she points off into the woods and she says, Look! It's my fish. <laughs> and her fish, which is a little bit bigger than the one that uh, you were dealing with, Shay, has now come to join this one. And the two of them now are circling each other and creating like an electrical energy, which begins to light up the field uh, here for you. The other two, uh, mm, Billy Joe can kind of see the glow now uh, Gemma does not see it, but you see the glow in your peripheral, uh, Billy Joe, but not directly in front of you, but you can feel this light in your peripheral, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shay, you can actually hear the electrical energy now. And in the horizon, uh, over off of Bakey Road, uh, in front of the church, you see the horizon glowing up with more blue light. Uh, And you see more of these little fish starting to arrive uh, from, uh, from the east. And in addition to the little fish, you also see this you also see two of these which are gigantic versions of uh, of the fish that have multiple um, ports on them that are glowing and have little video uh, imagery on them as well and they are all now swarming towards the circle and they go in shay you see each one of them go in the big ones just just kind of squeeze (laughs) through the uh the 10 foot opening uh and they all are beginning to disappear uh and and return to what you must assume is home Did my fish go away? Uh, your fish uh, is one of the last ones to go, and it uh, rubs up in between your legs and kind of comes up uh, to sit on your shoulder, uh, and it shows you a vision uh, again of you crying. And then it switches back uh, to you and your mother 
as you are a child uh, and the laughter uh, once again. And then it finishes up with bringing back the I Love Lucy heart. <laughs> and then it goes through uh, and disappears. <clears throat> um, should I turn it off now? <laughs> <laughs> Um. <clears throat> is that it? Should we ask the children if there are more more kids back there, more people? Yeah, is there anybody else that needs to come out before we shut this down? I think the computer is going to be out of juice pretty soon. Um, Molly and Megan are now locked in a, in a very, very tight embrace. Um, and she's so happy to see her sister once again. Uh, but Molly... Uh, being squeezed by her sister who looks over her shoulder and she says no i i think it was just us um we we both ended up in there and then adrian came in and, and followed after us but we were all trapped on the other side with with mr martin mr martin's very sick i don't i i i was really worried that he wasn't going to make it but i'm i'm, I'm glad that you that that we got out of there. How, how long have we been gone? A uh, couple of days. Yeah, and that tracks with what they believe how long they've been in there as well. Um, I before the computer craps out, I I turn the power back down to or back up to zero. Just so that it stops altogether. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Martin um, is is breathing, uh, but he's uh, he's very very weak. But conscious. Um, we should. Uh, we should probably get Mr. Martin, like a Gatorade or something, <laughs> or. Now hospital. <laughs> Yeah. Is there, is there a payphone? Mr. Martin, do you need to like an ambulance or something? Or are you okay? Or should we get a doctor? I, if you can just get me back home, I, I just need some. I think I just need some fluids at least right now, and then maybe, maybe right. I can. Maybe I'll be all right, but I, I'm so thirsty. <clears throat> um. No, okay, but yeah. can water bottles back then, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the yeah, we can probably get something from, uh, what, Megan's house is close, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I just live right just through the woods on the other side over here, yeah. Yeah, do you have, like, something we can give Mr. Martin a drink and, like, a snack or something, like, graham crackers or... Yeah, yeah, come on. A, a nutty bar. <laughs> come Some on, tang. I, I, I want to get Molly awesome back home. Tang. I want to get Molly back home anyway. So yeah, yeah, come on. We'll, ju we'll just we'll just go back to my house. Um, you guys cut through the woods and get to Molly's through the backyard. Uh, she runs inside. Her mom and dad are not home. Uh, but she runs in, grabs some orange juice uh, and some goldfish crackers <laughs> and uh, and brings those out and Martin starts to just 
gulp the orange juice down uh, and starts chowing down on the uh, on the goldfish. She brings out some other food, you know, for the uh, for the other kids as well, and every, all of them are very thirsty and hungry. Um, but you can see the color starting to come back into Mr. Martin's face. Um, where were you guys, Mr. Martin? <sighs> somewhere else I I don't know that I can explain it um, does it have to do with the magnet freezer you have in your room oh you you found that did you yeah that's how we started to figure out where to find you in the first place Yes, uh, that's where I, uh, I kept the, the fish. Mm. So you had, you kept it in the freezer with the magnets? Uh, I did, yes. I, um, I, I set them loose to begin with. Uh, the first one came through this portal when I was experimenting with it. Um, and it began to show me pictures, um, pictures of my, my wife, my, uh, my child. Um, and I, uh, I, I took it in, I took it to my home and it stayed with me. And then another one, another one showed up. Um, and I brought them with me to, to school one day and I, I wanted to see what exactly they were. Um, and I put one of them in the, I, I created the, the device to keep them where I, I wanted to keep them so that I could study them more, but, but more kept coming uh, and they kept coming. And so there were more and more. And unfortunately there became so many of them that they overpowered me one day. And I unfortunately lost the vast majority of them. Um, and they were desperate to try, I think, to get back to wherever it is that they came from. And I got curious enough and decided to take a peek myself. And it pulled me in. And once I was through to this strange, strange place, I found that I, there was no way for me to get back. Everything I could do, I was just met with a a solid wall that I couldn't pass through. <clears throat> um, and then somehow the children began to come through and they found me and we worked together and none of us could actually pass through. But I think that it was something to do with the device on this side. When I, when I walked through, it was still keyed for a one-way trip. Um, so I was stuck the fish were stuck on this side and, and we were stuck on the other 
I still don't know what they are, whether they're alien or extra dimensional or robotic. I, I, I don't know, but how I could see them and no one else could, I, I don't know. Well, I saw them too. And it showed yeah. me. Just... I could, I could kind of see them, yeah. like out of the corner of my eye, but I couldn't, like, look at them, look at them. <clears throat> I she wonder, couldn't see them at all. I wonder how they speak to some of us and not to others. No idea. How did you feel? Me? No, the young girl that, that saw them. How did you feel? When I saw it, or? Yes. I don't know, it showed me very personal things mixed with pop culture and, and pictures of my mother and happy times with my mother, but also her death, basically. You lost your mother. I did. And it's um, Billy, right? I think I remember you. Yeah, I was, I, I was in your physics class. Um, Sixth grade. You, have you lost anyone close to you recently? Um, um i don't Do think so like my my grandma got hurt but she's still alive when did that happen uh a week ago a couple weeks ago it's actually i think it was just like two or three days ago but oh, two um, or three days ago yeah. not long ago <laughs> at all it's been a long day you I lost my wife and my son in a car accident earlier this year, or this past summer, I should say. And I've been grieving them for some time. The imagery that the fish was showing me were happy images from when my child was young, from my wedding day, uh, and images of, of me grieving them in the aftermath. I think that these creatures somehow key into intense emotional phases. Because these children that were lost with me one of them lost a grandparent recently the other lost a very dear pet uh, within days prior and Megan speaks up and she's like yeah we, we lost our dog right before and that was Molly's they were inseparable 
We can explain that later. <laughs> Hanging in the woods and the other side of town. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> this is um, quite a, an amazing discovery, but now I realize that I was depriving these small creatures of their families when I had them here. They seem to mean no harm. And I think I've made a mistake in my in my desire to discover what makes these things tick. I think my scientific brain overtook the empathy that perhaps I should have had with these creatures. But I I, I want to thank you children for for finding us. Um, it was a very brave thing that you did and and a very smart thing that you did in, in figuring out how to reach us. Uh, you very much, I believe, saved our lives and potentially saved the lives of all of those those creatures, whatever they were. You know, we're just we're just messing around, trying. You know, it's not a big deal or anything. Well, thank you. I I should probably get going, and and I'm sure that. Molly is going to want to see her family. Um, we'll have to, I'm sure, try to keep this amongst ourselves. You understand? Yeah, I can, I can, like, show you how I did it. In case you need to, you know, we need to, in case something else happens with this thing. I can, well, you know. maybe in, uh, a day or two when I'm feeling a little bit better, maybe I can meet you out here and we can just take this thing apart. That's probably a good idea. Um, we don't want anybody else like me becoming curious about it and doing something that they shouldn't. Yeah, maybe we can use the parts for something else. Like, cooler. Or, you know. Let's just get it apart first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. All right. So we will kind of fast forward just a little bit and uh, kind of let you guys have a couple of uh, personal scenes here uh, to kind of wrap this up a little bit. When you go home, um, did I make it home before eight o'clock? <laughs> yeah, boy, it's tight. <laughs> you're probably about eight o two, and and you're just reeling in. Um, and your dad is uh, in the living room uh, watching Cheers. Is that on yet? Eighty four. I think it'd probably be about right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think eighty two maybe when that started. <laughs> Do 
I get in trouble when I walk in two minutes late? He doesn't pay close enough attention that it's that that far off. You know, it's uh, the intro to Cheers just finished playing. You're reeling in. I don't think he's going to give you too much trouble at that point. But he does say, uh, hey, um, where you been? Oh, just, you know, wandering around town. We went to the mall, hung out at the mall for a while. Um, so I got a call from school today. And, uh, you're... Hey. Fifth period uh, math class. Um, your teacher said that you uh, asked to use the restroom and just never came back. Is everything okay? Yeah. This girl was crying in the bathroom and I just wanted to help her out. So we helped her out. And she's fine now. I made sure she got home okay. Uh, give me a heart charm. Wait. I'm almost to play. <laughs> Damn it. Heart charm. Mm -hmm. Ah. <laughs> hey, okay. Fire. You squeaked by there. <laughs> well. I think it's admirable that you decided to reach out with a helping hand, but you know, you can't be skipping an entire class. Um, if somebody needs help, you know, I always want you to be able to help them out, but you know, if it's going to pull you out of class, you at least need to let a teacher know, you know, what's going on um, and maybe let an adult take over in a situation like that. But I think it's sweet of you to actually try to, to do that. So, but let's just make sure that if you're stepping out of class, it's for a good reason and you're not skipping class like you've been doing it. So I'm going to trust that this was actually something that happened and not just a convenient story you're telling. It happened, Dad, I promise. All right. I believe you. And besides the teachers, you know, when the girl's having problems, she doesn't want a teacher to help her out. She wants another girl to help her out. Well, I guess there's something to be said about that. All right. Well, if you've got any homework, let's get it done. I will do. I'll do it right now. Night, Dad. Good night. My bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, G Gemma, what do you do when you get home? Um. Well, the door is locked and all the lights are out. Um, and it seems like nobody's home. So I find the spare key under the flower pot on the ledge. Um, and let myself in and I make myself a grilled cheese sandwich and I look around the house I go down into the basement with a flashlight and I scare myself silly um, <laughs> but nobody's there and I kind of wish I had an attic 
like Shay, because that was really cool. Um, and I kind of wish I had a hamburger. There's a lot of a lot of um, Japanese leftover food in the fridge, but I'm so tired of that. And I'm really tired, but I guess I'm kind of upset still because I'm I'm a little bit mad at Mr. Martin because he imprisoned those things and he. Like he seemed a little bit sad about it, but like if we keep quiet, I don't know. I, I just feel very um, morally conflicted about what happened and whether, you know, how much blame he has and like whether, whether he really learned a lesson and is not gonna do anything with that again. And even just, I mean, I think I need to sit down and just write a, a story about it. I mean, I took notes when he was talking in my notebook, but I like really just need to puzzle through these, these things. Like, is it so bad? He's gonna shut it down with Billy Joe and like now people won't be able to see those, those fish. And I don't even know what they're talking about when they say fish, it just sounds bonkers to me. <laughs> but like being able to see people you love who are missing um, or lost, like there's some value in that, right? So I don't know. I'm just wandering around the house and like tired, but confused and mom's gone and dad's gone and my sister's gone and nobody's there. So that's my evening, I guess. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, Billy Joe? Um, he rides the hover bike home and, um, he's hungry. So I go in and get something to eat out of the fridge, just like some leftover, something easy to grab. And, you know, the whole, the whole thing with the, doing the diagnostics and everything kind of made him wonder if he could somehow rig up the diagnostic thing he has for the farm equipment up to the hover bike to see if he can get it to work better so it can hold three people instead of just two. <laughs> um, so he tries to get back out to the barn, you know, where his hover bike is and just start fiddling with that, you know, before bed or tries to avoid his dad so he doesn't have to talk to him about the chores he has to do in the morning or anything he forgot to do today. So he's just gonna try to fiddle, fiddle with that, see if he can kind of tune the bike a little bit with the farm diagnostic thing that you know he just had the idea so he thought he'd try it sure okay yeah go ahead and um do a tech tinker for that oh balls <laughs> hey it's the end of the uh the mystery though so you can certainly burn a uh luck point or anything oh, like yeah, that yeah. so you, you, you could if you really want something yeah like he's pretty pretty interested in doing that i'll try <laughs> that again <laughs> i just don't think it's supposed to work <laughs> two person maximum and you use pride <laughs> and and get and get that, one success if you haven't used it his is uh when the shit hits the fan, he won't back down. So yeah. he's, he's stubborn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll use pride. Okay. Yeah. All you got to do is just click that off and then, uh, that, okay. then that does it. So, um, you, 
are able to increase the uh, the magnetrine field uh, around it to where you can add more weight to the bike. Uh, so not only you know can you get it to a point where you can get a third passenger on it. There was some discussion about a sidecar at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't get that with this tinker roll, but uh, you've got it amped up to a point where you could potentially add another sidecar to it uh, to uh, add on to your bike. So that, but that would be a project for a, another day and another roll. <laughs> All right. Um, so now we got to talk experience uh, for you guys. And. I'm just sad we couldn't adopt it and put it in the in the grotto. <laughs> little alien grotto menagerie is located. Okay, so you get one point for participating in the session. And you see your experience at the bottom left of your character sheet. Mm -hmm. So you get uh, one for participating in the session. Uh, have you been in trouble because of your problem or your relationships? Trouble. What? Have you been in trouble because of your problem or your relationships? Now, relationships include uh, the other kids in the group. In trouble. And if the answer is no, that's fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Did you use or struggle with your pride? Um, I did right at the end there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, mine is checked off. I don't remember using it, but mine's checked off. My <laughs> from last time. Probably from last time, but that still would have been in this mystery. So ah. yes, you can you can do that. So now that we're at the end of the mystery, you can uncheck your pride. Um, and if you've got luck points checked, uh, you can uncheck those as well. Did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I don't know if I did, but I'd, I'd say the two of you did. Between the sneaking and the sticking your arm in unknown portals and <laughs> talking to Tronfish. <laughs> and then have you learned something new is the final one and but you have to answer that question if you did learn something new what is it and don't forget too we also have um the portion of traveling through the catacombs uh mm. that is a part of this technical mystery as well it's kind of a separate mystery in and of itself but we only briefly touched on that that is a part of what is now considered to be the overarching mystery i think of our adventure yeah, I mean, we learned about the catacombs. 
themselves. Mm-hmm. For sure. We definitely learned that there's a big creature down there. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't come up with a name for it yet. Yeah, we learned that there are clearly adults in Evansville doing all sorts of experiments and housing secrets here and there. And then with your experience points, uh, you can buy um, skills, not attributes. So your sneak force, move, tinker, program, calculate, etc. You can add, uh, you spend five points to bump it up one level. So if you've got a three in tinker, you can go to four by spending five points. Hmm. Or can you can you go from zero to one? Like, can you raise something from zero? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I think I might use five experience points to get my sneak from zero to one. Okay. <laughs> Seems like we need need sneak pretty often. Hmm. All right. I did that and deducted the appropriate number of experience points. Okay. I think I'm going to make my move up to a three. And then to take the experience points off, if you don't know, you just uh, right click instead of left click. Oh. Um, <laughs> I just keep giving myself points. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you at? And then I can. You can take them all away. Oh, all of them? Okay. I think, um, yeah, my sneak is still zero, but eventually Charm worked on that, um, sort of worked on the janitor, so I might just <laughs> that one a point. Yep, that's fine. And then uh, something that we also probably need to kind of take a look at is uh, your relationships and see if your relationships have changed uh, to any of the kids or any other members of your family or anybody else that you have relationships with. Uh, And also if your problem has changed. Yeah, I never defined my relationship to Billy Joe and uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. But my problem did change. No, it used yeah. to be about the voices in the library, but now someone believes me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'll have to think about those. I think I think there might be some potential changes, but I'm I'm not sure. Yep, and you don't have to decide that right this second. You can you can change that at any point. All right, you guys have anything else you want to go over? I don't think so. That's pretty 
pretty good wrap up for that one. Okay. All right, we shall move on to the next mystery next time. Hopefully, we'll have the whole crew back. Yeah. <laughs> and then I will work on that little uh, Iroshan seed that I came up with today because I'm actually really excited about it. So uh, <laughs> I'll have something prepped for us if uh, if we ever do have to break off again. You know, if we're if we're missing a couple of people. So. What's the name of this particular episode? <laughs> Magic. This one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So look up the lyrics to Magic, uh, the Olivia Newton-John version. Uh, <laughs> and it makes oh. me sad because uh, Andy was the one that chose this and he didn't even get to play any of it. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that was his choice. Yep. I keep wanting to sing the other song. You can do magic. Ba -ba. Uh, Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. Everything that, that you, you desire. desire. That's magic. not. That's not Olivia, though. No, that's not Olivia's. That's that's the one I always want to sing. I know. Christina and like when he brought it up, I thought that's what it was, but it was the Olivia Newton-John one that he. And as soon as I played the Olivia Newton-John one, I was like, oh yeah, that about <laughs> that one. <laughs> Weird. Seventies, eighties song. No, oh, yeah. Built. Adult contemporary easy listening or whatever. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> it was called. All right. Well, I think that's all I got for tonight, guys. It was good playing with you as usual. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank awesome. you. All right. All yeah. Right, thank you. Bet. I'll see Thanks. you guys in two weeks. All right. Uh, two, night, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.